Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Chat of the Wild. In this season, we were playing through The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. We have finished that game. Mm. We we are here to share our thoughts. Um, I, I want to, I don't know. We don't know how to necessarily break this thing down. I'm sure we all have a lot of feelings on this. I figure we'll start like sort of the first half of just sort of overall feelings, not necessarily getting the specifics for everyone. And then maybe after the break, we'll kind of break down some some things, some major points in the game to mm. talk about. We'll go, we'll go back um, 20 years and, and break it down the way every single gaming reviewer would. And be like, let's talk about the sound and the graphics and the story. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Plug it into an algorithm and pump out the score. Yep. 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 <laughs> um, Tegan, why don't you uh, get us started on here? Like, you know, you. Oh, that's a mistake. <laughs> well, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you room so we I'll, can determine no, how much time no, the no, rest of us get. No, okay, okay, I'll be good. I'll Let's be just good. break the um, seal. This game was uh, fine. It was fine. I think is where okay. I'm settling right now. Um several reasons on that the main one being nintendo are cowards <laughs> uh they really wanted i feel like so like the last game you know was like this really big exploration of like loneliness and like rediscovering who you are and like all of that stuff and like this game it feels like they really wanted to have consequences for actions and then like followed through on none of them they just were like the thing and then we're just going to back off, actually. None of that matters. Hmm? Moving mm, on. An anyway, um, like literally the whole Zelda dragon thing. Like she should have just been a dragon. There shouldn't have been a way to just reverse oh, that. True. And if they did, yes. like they reversed that, but then they didn't reverse it for the other three dragons. So like there's still three dragons we're going to have to figure out what happens with. And also Zelda is no longer a dragon. Because like, well, reasons. their boyfriend hero didn't save yeah, them. Yeah, their boyfriend hero didn't save. You just need a boyfriend hero to save you with the power of love and these two ghosts from ten thousand years in the past. Easy, mm -hmm. anyone can do it. <laughs> like, put it on your IKEA shopping list. I mean, maybe that's gonna be the finally we'll get to play a Zelda. Zelda will go through time and find the find the boyfriends the, the, for right, the other find the boyfriends <laughs> for the dragons and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the legend, the legend of, the of Zelda, boyfriend dragon, Hatoful boyfriend dragon, <laughs> yeah, Hatenoful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Tegan, I I hate to do this mm -hmm. because like normally I would I would not question your opinion on anything Zelda related. Uh -huh. Yeah, but going back through time uh -huh. to avoid the consequences of actions is a core tenet of this series. No, I understand that. Um, but. 
Zelda went back in time and then the future Zelda was able to avoid the consequences of those actions because her boyfriend used the power of love and two ghosts he found. Like, and even then, we only really found one of the ghosts and only because he was our arm, maybe, or possessed our arm. Did our arm fall off? No, apparently, but it sure seemed like it should have because we sure did have an entirely different arm the entire game. Like, would yeah, I would have just been like, "Hey, hang on, where'd where'd that mole go? I liked that mole on my arm. It's yeah, not here now." It's like, well, weird. Like, so the whole arm goes away when Raru goes away, right? So like, and we just have an arm now. But like at the very beginning of the game, the way that they described, like, I had to do this to stop the all the stuff from spreading into your body. It really did feel like we lost our arm. That arm is no we longer. Did. It's dead, right? Um, but it's, no, it's gone. no, it's it just, perfectly fine. It just fine. got healed at the end. It's perfectly yeah. fine because of the power of this ghost that possessed us, maybe, allegedly, who we only saw at the beginning of the game. Like, there were a lot of, like, things that were set up that could have been really cool and then no lasting consequences for those actions. Like, and it wasn't even, like, it's not even that they got timey-wimey and, like, oh, and now we can undo it. It was, like, weird, like, fixed it. Now you have two arms again. Your girlfriend's no longer a dragon. I don't know. Well, the reason the queen is back is because you finally freed the secret stone from Ganondorf. Is that why? That was my understanding. We didn't. Did we free it? So, we nuked him. He turned into a, a literal like atom cloud. Over Well, yeah, they never established that like their souls were trapped in these stones or tied to those stones in any way. That wasn't I mean they didn't, but she like he took the stone and she just like died. Yeah, like, I just feel like we're getting into fan theory on that stuff. Like maybe there's more I know well, I know, I know. Why let Tegan start? So uh, <laughs> No, it's okay. I'm not I'm I'm being very good. I'm being so well behaved actually. I'm going to get a good grade in Zelda podcast, something that is desirable and easy to achieve. <laughs> no, I, I get what you're saying, though, where, but this, it's it's always been the Zelda MO. Like, they've always taken sort of the, the coward's way out in their stories where it, it's almost the comic book issue where you know, when we know no one is really going to die or like the person that we want isn't going to die, this then like, feels like the, true, the weight. It's the true coward's way out, though, because Zelda could exist as an immortal dragon because she also has the incarnation of a goddess inside her. Like that could she could just be an immortal dragon. That'd be fine. But like, I don't know. Well, see, the other option is the Mega Man Legends 3 option mm-hmm. where they're like, well, the next game is going to be about turning Zelda back into a person. And then that game never comes out. That game never comes Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, because of- they're going to stop making Zelda games after this. Seeds of courage <laughs> issue, like 100%. But I don't know. Also, Nintendo's <sighs> being cowards for a number of ways, but I think that's the most egregious one for this. Also, not really like... establishing that like these two characters who just got married in the last game like at this point have like a child who's like somewhere between seven and ten years old um but also none of hyrule has been built up 
at all in the last in that time period, despite having some guys who can just like sun and done and build an entire town in like a week. You know? No Could've, idea. I mean, you should have been. But more I was gone for a minute. Going on. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what I walked back into. <laughs> Nintendo's a coward. We, 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 we were already aware of the issues when we talked about when we bring up the word timeline. Mm -hmm. But I think it extends to just the word time in general. Yeah, like you trying to assume that they know how a clock works in this game. Uh, mm. is asking a lot. I mean, they have a day-night cycle. Like, they know a clock. <sighs> maybe a calendar, then. Yeah, a calendar, maybe. Um, but, like, I don't know. It feels not weird, but, like, bad. If that makes sense. It it feels like... So, like, another Zelda game would... Uh, in order to... Like, that would be a quest to, like, save Zelda from dragon form if we do these three things. Mm -hmm. And if we bring them to this specific spot and do this thing. Um, and, like, I guess Impa sort of was like, no, it, like, it, it's not true. Like, I will not accept that Zelda is stuck as a dragon. But, like, I didn't see any other kind of setup because, like, they had... Impa had nothing right. to do with Zelda mm -hmm. getting saved, so um, Sheikah people had nothing to do with anything in this game, really, other than, like, a sword I like a lot. But, right. yeah. Yeah, I, I get that. Let's uh, let's move over to you, though. Like, what's what's your general feelings on this game? Um, It's Majora's Mask. Okay, it's it's, it's uh it, it's a game that plays a lot like my favorite game of all time. Like like Majora's Mask was a game that played a lot like my favorite game of all time, Ocarina. So I don't know. I I in some ways I like it more, kind of like with Majora. But I don't know if like I'm I'm gonna go back and play Breath of the Wild once. Like I've been waiting to just wrap everything up mm -hmm. with this season, but I'm gonna go back and immediately play that game and and just probably do it in the order we did it this season. And you know, if I keep playing through the whole thing, but kind of kind of go at it in that way and just see how I feel about how different it is. But that there are there are certainly things like I started talking about the Sheikah sword just now, and I was like. Oh yeah, I really like that sword uh, because it allows me to do sneak strikes um, much better. And so, oh, there, there are certainly things. Like, this game's incredible, um, but I don't know. I don't know yet. Okay, well, when we do our uh, retrospect in uh, ten years on this yeah, game, we'll, it always uh, we'll, takes we'll me a minute that. to like to like actually place a game, a Zelda yeah, game that yeah. we just got done. Like it usually takes me like two more Zelda games before I'm like ready to go. <laughs> hey, you know what? Twilight Princess, by the way, really needs to go here on my list, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah. I like I don't know, there's so much to be said about like what's different about this game and like is it is it worth it? Like um I I I in some ways I feel like, you know, Tegan saying Nintendo being cowards, I think they're 
they're cowards in that I, I breath of the wild seemed like it was pared down it, it was what it wanted to be um other than maybe the cartography or the map making and and all that stuff um but that was you know what we lost with the wii u but like the 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 controls were all what they needed to be or like simple enough like the like this everything had a function you could pretty much do everything easily in this game it feels like you know like red dead 2 or grand theft auto 5 where it's just there's so much crap that they like want you to be able to do that they've stacked inputs on top of other inputs and like there's even more like the most complicated thing in the last one was shield surfing probably and everything is that level yeah uh, in you know, in this game, so it's it's like, it, like I like it, um, on some level, but like it also just feels like, guys, you're just doing too much. You're doing so much right now, and I can't believe you're pulling it off. I, that is a, I think that's a core thing that I'm struggling with when I'm thinking about this game is that there's too many ingredients in the in the stew. Hmm. Right, they don't like, all mesh. and they don't let you make five soups back to back to back to back. Well, yes, yeah, that that right there, my biggest gripe about this game <laughs> is just like, let me make multiple soups mm -hmm. for the love but, of all that. If I have all the ingredients for the soup, it should say, How many do you want to make? and I should be able to say 10, mm -hmm. and it'll just be like, You don't, you only have nine slots, and I'll be like, Great, I'll make nine then. And just I, I, crank them all out. In some yeah. way, I'm impressed that they managed to make cooking easier in this game, but still take the same amount of time. Like it still takes forever <laughs> yes. to to you're going to have to like stop for a minute and be like, OK, what do I need? What do I need to make? This is going to take me a minute. How do I now? Let me bring up my recipes. My, let uh, me bring up my recipe and then let me bring up my giant inventory list. Mm -hmm. because they. Oh. <laughs> They really Oops, needed... I, I pressed the wrong button and I dropped everything. Right. They really needed to suffer. I think a, a, a quality of life thing that they could have done in addition to letting you cook multiple things at one time is like separating out monster parts into one tab and like cooking ingredients into another yeah. tab. Mm. We, we, Tabs are verboten in this game. Let's circle back around to like some more of the specific stuff after the break mm. because I still I, just want to like get some general feelings on that. Brian, fair. you can keep going. I, I do want to say, yeah, tabs. They took away the tabs for the most part. Like everything is now just on a a much longer menu. Like there's still, you, you can cycle over, but the, and the last one, the outfits had like three different tabs uh, and they went sideways like that. The ingredients had three different tabs. It made it easier to find things. Uh, and this one, it's so much harder to find things. So, I mean, like I said, I, I feel like I, I agree with you, Brian, in that they they took one of my favorite games ever. And then nearly everything that they did was a good thing to do to the game. Mm. Like things that they added were all like, cool, great. This is fun. Good job. Yes. And then they kept going. And then you're just like, wait, this is one video game. I get people that get frustrated with building, right? I get, I get that because mm -hmm. it's, it's not even like it. I mean, it can be a deep process because of the physics that are involved with it. For the most part, you don't need to do a lot. 
Like you mm-hmm. can get by, you can get your uh your schema stones, and you can do all that, and you can learn, uh, you know, have all these things saved to like, so you don't actually have to creatively build stuff on your own. Mm-hmm. But it could scare people off, and it has scared people off. Um, and there's just right. like yeah, and there there's just so many things that Brian, what you're talking about, I'm as you're saying that about going back to Breath of the Wild. I barely used a horse in this game. And because of that, like I missed a lot of just exploring a lot of things because once I got my hover bike, I just hover bike wherever I wanted or just like mm-hmm. teleport, jump off somewhere and fly some and, you know, glide somewhere, fall somewhere, whatever. And at least like when they kept you on the ground, I had a reason to use my horse, get, you know, that was a faster way to get around. And in this one, I barely used a horse, but at the same time, yeah. I didn't make some vehicle to replace the horse, I guess, other than my, my hover bike. But even that, I didn't use the hover bike for more than if I really needed to like get to like literally point A to point B that happens to be really high up or something. It's not like I used right. the hover bike to just be like, this is how I'm going to get from Kakariko to, you know, uh, back to the Rito village or something like that. Like, that's not what I would do. Um, I would just end up like teleporting places or something like that. And yeah, it, I found myself early on being stubborn about like using the new stuff. Like I was like, I'm, I'm on my horse. I am, I'm climbing. I'm using my paraglider and climbing more. Uh, and like this game, like you don't really have to climb if you don't want to, but like I was stubborn to embrace moving on to to fully the to seeing the way tears of the kingdom saw the world yeah i i don't think i like this game better than breath of the wild i Mm. think i think i can i think i can say that i think this would sit in a number two slot for me okay um just because yeah they added a lot of things but the sky didn't really add as much as you as as they made it seem like it would the depths were cool cool. but not a lot of stuff going on in the depths i love the depths i loved navigating the depths but it's not like it was a whole other map it's not like there weren't a tap there weren't like every time you would Mm -hmm. find these like little spots where something was to you know oh i need to go check that out it was for a treasure chest right or is to turn on one of those mines that really didn't do anything interesting compared to any other mine. They're, all the mines mm-hmm. did the same. You go there and you get a schema stone. That's it. And mm-hmm. everything else did the exact same thing. I ended up still teleporting back to the very first refinery up at the starting islands 170 hours into this game. There was no reason for me to go to any other mine at all. So it's like, why am I even bothering unlocking these things? Well, like, if you want to buy a really... bunch all at once, you know. I mean, I guess, but I never found, I never, I never got into that position, right? Yeah. Like I never got into the position where I was flush with, um, a bunch of, um, the Zonite. Yeah. The, the, zonite the crystalline charges or the, um, the orb zonite ones, charges. the big ones. Yeah. The I never bought charges. those. I, I found enough along the way. I never had to buy them. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to use all my Zonite up because I wanted to save some to do my free build. So I always made sure I had like a hundred on me at any time. I never, were, I like, I, I did a lot of free building BC. You reacted I to, to that. I did that a lot. 
of just like spawn. You, you heard how I finished the game of just like dropping springs and stuff like that. It was a habit for me to just constantly just be like, all right, got to summon this thing here to get this thing done. Um, that's, that's what I did throughout a lot of the game. Mm-hmm. BC, what, what, how, do you, how do you feel about this game? Where, where is this sitting for you? So I'm going to say I really enjoyed this game. Um, it's going to beat Breath of the Wild just because I finished this game. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I, mean, I, I, I think I go into Zelda games not expecting a ton of story and things like that. So for me, like, I get what you're saying about them being cowards, Tegan, but I wasn't expecting, like, deep heart-wrenching story or like nothing anything other than a happy ending from Wait. a zelda game so it's kind of like i knew what i was getting into there um i just really loved exploration i loved the the goofiness of it all that you could do everything a million different ways with a million different devices you could just go through the entire game with nothing but muddle buds if you mm-hmm. wanted um mm-hmm. but Similar critiques. I think my my biggest complaints are enemy variety. Yup. Which I just want, even if there weren't more regular enemies, I feel like there were a lot of things that ended up being, hey, here's a bunch of Bacoblins. Like, especially toward the end of the game. Like, give me a different color Bacoblin or like (laughs) some amalgamated Resident Evil style monstrosity of bacoblins it's like 10 of Mm -hmm. them glued together like give me something (laughs) like that at the end of the game or Uh, even just give them some different kind of weapons that they're messing with you like it's not i don't even feel like they got a good variety like we saw them use a fuse items but they didn't get necessarily wild with fuse items yeah enemy variety and cooking were my two biggest gripes Mm -hmm. out of everything I think I would have taken half as many Zonai uh, devices in exchange for, you know, some more meaningful. <laughs> yeah, I, I could I could sacrifice a few. I could definitely could have been like, yeah, let's just not have these in here. That's fine. And I think that Zonai devices were cool, but I think we could have cut down on those some and like one or two more enemy types, or just some some better mini bosses to kind of sprinkle in there just to add some some variety because mm-hmm. it, I think um, when we talked about the the last section of the game and it was the fast Gibdos and we were all like, Oh yeah, we're glad those are back. Cause they don't really show up very much. And it's like, this is cool. And they're effective. But, uh, yeah. You had what? to fight like 60 Bacoblins to get there and you just fought like 60 Bacoblins to get down there in the first place. So <laughs> yeah like even elemental or something like that right like make something where there's like ice gibdos in in the more northern areas or something yeah because like everything works you know because gibdos even we we got sick of them real fast i guess it was nice to see them again for a flash but like everything killed them it wasn't like they had one weakness you could basically just like except for hitting them with water um <laughs> That was a, you know, I guess maybe it. Or just like, I, I think probably the thing that was the most annoying with all the repetitive enemy stuff was the the final Phantom Ganon boss fight, which, I yeah, I know we're not supposed to get into specifics, but that is kind of like, 
an illustration of mm-hmm. what was frustrating is that we see all this stuff about Puppet Zelda. We have all these plot points to reveal that like, hey, there's this fake Zelda that's been going around. It's part of the whole plot in the history of the game. And then we don't even fight that. We just fight more of the guy that we've been fighting mm-hmm. the whole game. Yeah. But other than that, really fun to to explore, build dumb stuff, hit people with random items. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm I'm not done messing around in this game uh by any means. But yeah. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> and yeah, I'm I might be. I really, I, I need to go and finally go and do the master quest or the, uh, what's the, the, the DLC stuff in Breath of the Wild. The champions. Um, champions ballad. The champions ballad. I need to do that. And I need to get that motorcycle. Um, oh yeah. Experience those things. Cause I never uh, did that. I miss, I miss my motorcycle. Like I know I could just like build one, but I didn't. You couldn't, but you couldn't build one like that. Like, no. right? you couldn't, it would still be, it'd be kind of wonky, but not like the ways maybe you were used to with that one. I miss that. I miss that thing. It's great. <sighs> yeah. Um, so let's, uh, let's take a quick break. When we get back, we'll get into more specifics, stories, gameplay, visuals, all that fun stuff. Hi, everybody. It's uh, time for some Patreon Q&As. We haven't done these in a, in a very, very long time. Uh, we did have two new patrons that joined up joined us over at patreon.com slash chat of the wild. When you do join, we send you a little Google form that you fill out. You answer some questions about the things you like about Zelda uh, and maybe some Zelda-like stuff. And then we read it on here and we thank you for supporting us. Uh, Yay! Excited. For this, uh, the first one we have here is Shadow Fury, goes by he him, uh, and for their favorite Zelda game, they said Tears of the Kingdom because of the Zonai devices. Okay, it okay. is a complete game changer, right? Like it just it makes it different than every other Zelda game, uh, and its ability to just let you make things, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm still, you know, we're still in it, so I, I'm not calling it. I, I can't call it my favorite anything yet because I'm still in the middle of it. But yeah, um, this will be a lot of people's favorite Zelda, I, I assume. It still falls in that thing where, for me, it might be my favorite game, but I don't know if it's my favorite Zelda. Because mm. what I right. what I still view as a Zelda is it is it maybe necessarily this. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it is technically a Zelda, right. it is a Zelda. This is a Zelda game. Um, Nintendo is the one who makes the Zelda games, and they really are the ones Zelda that get game. to decide all this. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, for their favorite uh, item in a Zelda game, they said the mop from Tears of the Kingdom: Breath of the yes. Wild, a, a, a fan favorite. Apparently, my, my a lot mop, of people love the mop. My mop brethren. Why it is mop? good to be in co- good company. What? Why just, not? I think it's it's funny, right? It's isn't, silly? That, isn't that it? It's it's funny. I ran. Am around. I ruining the joke if I say that? I don't know. I ran around for hours naked with a bandana and a mop. Oh, that sounds like an amazing experience. Actually, never mind. It, it, you it's, know what? I I climbed through the Kakariko Mountains 
wearing nothing but that. And my trusty mop. Amazing. Uh, for their favorite Zelda likes, <laughs> they said... Oh, you, there you are know, two... I, I, going back to the mop real quick, uh, yeah. it took me forever to find one. I found pitchforks, garden hose, uh, like all this stuff. Could not find a mop. Was convinced mops were not in Tears of the Kingdom. And like eventually halfway through this season, maybe more, stumbled into one and was very, 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 very excited. So it, I still have it. It's about to break, but uh, that's because I, I accidentally use it from time to time. It's usually just on my back looking awesome. Cleaning up Hyrule. One mop at a time. All right. We're sweeping uh, up. Sweeping up the, the bad guys. For their favorite Zelda-like, they say there are two wolves in the Zelda series and Okami is the better one. That is Again, right. Another fan favorite, uh, Okami. I don't know if it has more to do with us playing that in the series and like encouraging our listeners to play Okami. Uh, over a lot of other stuff, uh, but it is also probably the best of the Zelda, like the Gaiden games that we've played on here. Like, if you talk about like definitively the best game that we've done in the Gaiden games, it's probably Okami. Hmm. Yeah. You talk about like your favorites and all that stuff, mm. but in terms of the best made game, Okami is very it might good. Be Okami. That's I true. Say, I want to say shout outs to Slip and Slide, who said that? For there, that was a callback to their comment on their favorite Zelda like when they joined up with patreon.com slash chat of the wild. Um, yeah, well, there's a, thing, a lot of like most there of are them two... have said Okami. No, no, well, there are two wolves, and Okami is it that that is a almost direct quote of, of a previous patron who who said that for their favorite Zelda like. So, shout outs to that. That that's great. I love it. Thank you so uh, much. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much to uh, Shadow Fury. The other patron that we have is Keith uh, for Keith? their favorite Zelda game. Uh, they said Tears of the Kingdom. Adventures of Link is their controversial hot topic because it is the first game that they really played. Brian, I, I you will find nothing but love and hate. Uh, for me, for that game, but I love that game. <laughs> Everyone loves hating great, that awful game. game. Here's the thing: you love to hate it. It's one of those, mm -hmm. you know. It's fun most of the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they said for their favorite item, it uh, it may be the Hylian shield due to the look. They're disappointed that they have not found it in Tears of the Kingdom yet. I have not either, and I forgot to say that on this episode. I haven't either, and I I need to find it because I need it for I'm my really final upset. fight look. I'm bringing it back. Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking about that too. Definitely, definitely want to find that. Where is it? I found everything. I, wait, I, I think I know where everything. it is. Actually, in Breath of the Wild, it was just in a random. It was in a cave. I, uh, I we didn't found have that in cave. many caves in Breath of the Wild, but they it was in a cave. I think I know where it is. Actually, I found now that, that cave. I now that I say it. Sorry, I'll, I found I'll that go cave back. or that. <laughs> I found that jail cell long, 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 long ago, and mm -hmm. found hands inside of it. And I, I, I believe I brought it up really early in the season, but didn't mm -hmm. say what was there or where I was. Um, but I haven't gone back there. 
I'm going to go do some math after we finish recording this, and I'll let you know if it's where I think it is. We'll listen, we'll listen in on the next uh, actual episode, and maybe we'll get an update on it there. Mm. Uh, Keith did not name off a Zelda-like for them, so... There are um, two wolves in the Zelda series. And, and I have played either the better one. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, so thank you to, to you two for supporting us again if you want to get a shout out on an episode go to patreon.com slash of the wild you can join for as little as a dollar a month you get ad free episodes you get bonus content uh, we've got some other bonus content that we are way behind on and we do apologize a lot of life has gotten in the way lately uh, but we do have some some plans to continue our D&D campaign with the game that I made in the Zelda world so that will continue at some point. We just have to actually make time for it. So uh, keep an eye out for that. Again, patreon.com slash shadow of the wild. Brian, what uh, what other things are you doing? Uh, you could check out uh, Need for Speed Running, a show about speed running, where we recently talked to uh, Gymnast86, who is a like 3D Zelda speedrunner. Um, we, we brought him on to talk about low percent which is a uh, funny kind of weird category uh, that ends up doing strange things and specifically brought on one of the best Zelda speedrunners because Twilight Princess has a low percent run that's like 14 hours long. Um, mostly because... So, <laughs> Twilight Princess, when you hold a rupee and Link kind of sways a little bit, uh, Nintendo didn't close the, that animation loop of him swaying it's off by like a pixel and so over the course of many hours Link will slowly slide through walls because there's no collision while he's in that I've state. I've seen this, oh. yeah. Oh my uh, god. We've talked about it on the show, on this show before we, when we talked to uh, a, a Zelda speedrunner back a couple years ago, but yeah basically we, we did a whole episode about low percent, which is just a weird category Sometimes the any percent run is the low percent run, but sometimes it gets stranger. So check out Need for Speed Running. Anything else? Tegan, what what are you doing? Hi, hi, I'm a guest on this season. I'm not part of Chat of the Wild normally, uh, but I'm from Impossible Coin, which is a podcast about video games. We also stream on Twitch. That's uh, where you're going to get most of our stuff. Uh, Right now I stream... Tuesdays and Thursdays, and Rocky streams Mondays and Wednesdays, and then we both stream on Saturdays, where we play Splatoon, and a bunch of other games on. We're doing Sea of Stars right now, I'm doing all of my Tears of the Kingdom, so you can see exactly where we are before the episodes come out, haha, secrets, um, and uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what we're doing, it's fun, it's a good a lot time. A lot of fun uh, watching Tegan play Tears of the Kingdom, and you know, the, attempt the, to build a house. <laughs> Right. Well, some of the, you know, and to, I, you know, I use this word lightly, but the, the, the general struggles that you have when you're, you're like, you know, you're tackling a new game. Sometimes there's new mechanics that get thrown at you. Mm. Yeah. And you're just like confused and it's just, it's, you, you react so well. And so you, it's so much fun to watch you stream. I do that. appreciate that I have consistently forgotten to use Zone devices in the wild. And the one time I remembered <laughs> the Zone devices was the water temple for this game. I'm like, oh yeah, the hydrants. I remember them. They exist in my brain now. And uh, just seeing people like as that episode has come out being like, oh my God, I forgot about hydrants. I'm just like, I'm not alone. It's not just me. No, there's too many. There are too many Zonai items. Uh, anyway. Someday uh, I'll yeah, understand go- all of them. Mm. 
Go check all those things out. And in the meantime, we are going to go ahead and hop back into the episode. Once again, patreon.com slash out of the wild. Check it out. Bye, everybody. Bye. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, we are back. Uh, let's let's talk story to get out of the way. Uh, I, BC, I had, had thought about this. You were talking about the story with this. I think uh, it's important to point out with Breath of the Wild, what was great about the story is that Zelda actually had an amazing arc in it. And that was like a big redeeming thing uh, in terms of the story where for the most part, a lot of the stuff, it was kind of the same pitfalls that this ran into where it was just Mm -hmm. sort of like, we're talking about people that are dead. And so it doesn't really matter that much. But uh, Zelda's story arc throughout it is really good only for us to come into here and she just kind of shows up in a scene and is not really like paid attention to other than people saying like putting their, their hand on her shoulder and being like, you're important. And then that's it. Mm. Um, so that's why like, yeah, I know like Tegan and I are kind of jaded by the story in this one. Yeah. I mean, like I thought it was going to be real great early on that like, you know, we would finally get to see Zelda, with like a mother figure in her life and like Sonya is barely in any of the of the memories going forward, you know, except for some of the early ones that we saw early to us. So I thought that was kind of a bummer. She's like the anime mom where she's just like, you know, smiles and tilts her head to the side and is just like, oh, you're it's like, we're, we'll help you out. And then it's just like looks real cute. And that's all she and then she's dead. <laughs> she gets murdered. Or, or in like <laughs> in one of the the slabs in in Kakariko where it's like Raru was was known to slack off and 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 sneak away and hunt, but like you know, Sonia was like Raru, come now, don't do that. I won't tell, but don't do that. So yeah, I that's I a mean, shame. What we still don't know why Ganondorf did what he did. Like there was, we had talked about this as we're talking about the stories, and we're Ego. just like, well, we're missing, we're missing one here, we're missing a piece here. It's just like we finally get it. It's just like no, it tells anything. He's just bad guy. The the only thing <laughs> that says he's bad is that like when he gets the the tear, it's like oh a bunch of bad like you know it, it brought out his one thing which was badness apparently but like, yeah, evil monsters other, otherwise it's just a, you know a power driven ego maniac I, you know we have plenty of those they're not, they're not exuding like p- dark purple clouds that we know of and it made him look like demise even though we don't mention any of that stuff and like doesn't matter and doesn't we matter. do mm-hmm. all this stuff with like Wow, that sure does feel like something that's really like there's history here we could be incorporating, and like they sure don't. And the questions I have at the end of this, the questions I had at the end of Breath of the Wild were interesting and fun, 
to like look at, you know? Um, and yeah. these questions, they all suck. They're all boring. <laughs> they're all flat. And like, they're not the kind of questions that I think like, ooh, maybe Nintendo will talk about them later. Nintendo's not going to talk about any of this ever again. It's going to be like Majora's Mask. Like, we're never going to learn anything about Majora's Mask. What Majora was, what kind of monster it was, what it did to get sealed in a mask. None of that. We're not getting that lore. Mm-hmm. We're not getting anything about the Zonai as a race, about the founding of Hyrule for real, for real, about like how, why the Zonai tech was just like dumped as soon as all the Zonai left, even though like very obviously people can still use this stuff. Like, I don't know. I'm just, uh. We just have to wait 15 years till the YouTubers make, uh, point out how this is a metaphor for childbirth. Cowards. You just have to wait for that. Oh my God. I I want to revise my earlier statement. The worst part about this game is that I had to play Skyward Sword beforehand. <laughs> you didn't play Skyward Sword and then nothing from Skyward Sword mattered. Not a yep. thing. No. Like, yep. They were like, this game, they released it and very much it was like, yeah. this game's going to be required reading. Like, you're going to need to know about the people who lived in the sky. And then it's like, nope, these are unrelated people who lived in the sky. And also nothing actually mattered. And I'm just like... <laughs> it's not even the same it's Demon not King. E- it's not even the same Demon King. Even though it looks like the same Demon King, there's no relation. We're not going to address it at all. Like, Mm-mm. I was really hoping when, like, Fee was showing up in the trailers that, like, we were going to get Girahim showing up again. That could have been cool. But, like, no. There's- you say showed up in the trailer. No, no. She See, I was going to make a joke. She did the little, Even like, if you- <laughs> Exactly. If uh-huh. you didn't play Skyward Sword, you would have been like, why is the, the sword, sword making it noise? Yeah. Anyways, like, whatever. What? And then move on with your life. Right. And like that. Beeping, beeping sword, final boss fight, and the way the final boss sort of looks. Right. Yeah. And like, that's it. And like, sort of. That's the, it. The final boss could have had a sword that looked like Girahim, and that would have been sick. The co- mm-hmm. final boss could have done some cool diamond magic shifting stuff, and that would have been sick. But like, no. That actually would have been real. They, mm-hmm. they don't care. They don't. They don't care. They don't care. They're not, I don't understand how you can have an IP this successful and not like steward <sighs> it with care. Cause they're just like, ah, I want to make a game where everybody goes underground for a while. There are mole people in Skyward Sword. We could have had mole people in this game living mm. in the depths. Nope. Mm. Old, old ruins down there. I don't know why. Why are the depths there at all? Were the depths the- always there? Were they there when the Zona were around? Or was, like, that the above ground part? And, like, something happened and now there's two levels of Hyrule. But we don't know. You're getting into Shimigami Tensei territory there, I am Shimigami Tensei. Because, like, there's nothing else to do (laughs) here. There's nothing else to do. This story is flat. (sighs) I feel it's... I I wouldn't say flat, but I would say it's empty. I feel like uh, yeah. there's a lot of really like cool moments because again you have. It seemed like um, it had something going for it. It really like, did. Oh, there's some intrigue here. Like, like uh, I'm I'm trying to fit. Like we kind of knew what some of the answers were, but like we were like, is it though? Is it really? Like maybe mm-hmm. it's not. Like come on. Uh, but like it at least seemed like there was an actual story happening, whereas instead of just like we're watching a character kind of like the most pivotal moments in a character's life 
which is kind of what Breath of the Wild was. Um, so yeah, and that's it. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird to get to the end and go, oh yeah, story kind of was a little bit of a letdown, wasn't it? It was <laughs> really good acting. I think I on, like. Yeah. I just want to say Matt Mercer's Ganondorf. I loved it. Yeah, I, I very thought, good. This I loved was a very Ganondorf. good Ganon who only got to stand around and yell a bit and didn't really get to go into like the Gerudo politics or anything interesting about why the Gerudo would be trying to attack Hyrule, which would have been really cool. But it's fine, I guess. How many words? How many words has Ganondorf said in previous games? I'm interested in hearing that. I want to say the most talkative Ganondorf. Maybe the Wind Waker one? Are you talking... Do you mean like specifically yeah. like voiced lines? Because the answer is no, this just, one. No, just blah, I mean, blah, blah, I mean blah, 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 how many blah. words he says. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. pretty sure it's like, got to be Wind Waker. The longest Ganondorf script is what I'm wondering. Is I... I, I to think it, about like you know when we talk about like his motivation all mm -hmm. that stuff we've never really it's, gotten that outside of like wind waker did some they a bit tried of they tried yeah they hinted at him being upset about something and we were like oh he's so deep i love him <laughs> you know what that's all you uh. need sometimes but like i think it's wind waker and twilight princess i think they both spoke about the same amount of time it's just the things that they spoke about were different even though you know? Twilight yeah. Princesses didn't show like, up until like, yeah. the very Twilight end of the game. Twilight Princesses didn't show up well, until the end of the game, but he did like he, a speech. He pops, up, he pops up after like the first like adult dungeon, basically. Mm -hmm. Like when we get to the like second half of the game, like, oh, he is yeah. here. He yeah. does get planted a little bit earlier. It's still kind of weird. We sure didn't BC have second game with a puppet Zelda. We sure didn't do anything about that. God. No, we did not. I know, I know. It, it, they could have made a. The uh, vibes on this episode are way lower than I thought they were going to be going. <laughs> yeah, in. I, I. But see, I want to give you some room to like, de you know, defend or just you know, we. Because once again, it's one of the best games ever made. It's just let's talk about it. So, this is the group of people that have played every single Zelda game. We're just like our, our brain is rotten from that. We've yeah, got. I mean, we've got things. You all have to remember that there are things like. I don't know whatever Phantom Hourglass was, mm. and uh -huh. mm -hmm. I don't know oh, whatever was going on in Spirit Tracks. Like trains, we all sat through Spirit Tracks. You got to remember that. So, like, mm -hmm. um, Spirit Tracks had been... the most accessibility of any game because every like half the cast was just in a wheelchair for reasons. You know, mm. so that's why it's accessible. No, <laughs> right. no, 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 not player accessibility. Yeah. <laughs> what are you crazy? Just representation. Because not oh, all wow. of us could even finish that game. True. You can't even access a, a way to play that game like anymore. Yeah, yeah. like em emulate whatever. You know, like nothing. But, but I think it's just like a little weird that I I feel like the the like. The level of contention after this game is a little lower than it was for Phantom Hourglass and the others. Mm -hmm. uh, which oh, oh well, because we're just we're so passionate. I think is the thing. I think I think because we had so much higher expectations of this because of what Breath of the Wild did. Mm -hmm. um, We've been waiting for this game for a long time. Yes, uh, that's all the thing. It was also been we played for all of the adults. Zelda games yes. while we were waiting for this game. We did, yeah, nearly every single one of them. Yeah, uh, nearly every mainline game. Uh, you know, faffed about in between. 
the next yeah. like Zelda's arc in the first game was so good. It was so solid. It was like it went from like being like the the contradiction of like being this princess who's supposed to have access to all this power and do all this stuff, like, but being talked down to by your father, which is, like, very relatable, I think, for a lot of just people in general, not necessarily, mm-hmm. like, just girls, um, and then, like, attempting to rise to these seemingly unattainable standards, only to fail and have everyone around you suffer as a consequence, and then to scoop in, like, at the last minute and fix it, like, sort of only it was so good it was such a good arc and like honestly when zelda was originally turned into a dragon i cried for real i cried real tears because i was like she's she's come again she's doing this whole thing she's being so selfless again giving everything up for the people of hyrule this is so great and then it was just like Meh, ah, we turned her back you're married again with magic wow and she was just like i, I had a weird dream cool like no acknowledgement no like none of the like nothing no, no, full, nothing full acknowledgement on. full acknowledgement that of course they did this of course the game did it because she looks directly into camera into the camera yeah so and it's like, like duh do what did you think was going to happen did like, you think i was going to be well, a dragon forever what did you guys think was going to happen at the end of the game did you think yeah. she was not going to be a dragon no, was yeah. there any part of you that thought she wasn't going to be a dragon at the end of the no. game? i did hey just so just to be clear i thought i got spoiled and that she was dead just to be that clear and like, cool. i that thought that for a sick. while <laughs> i thought like, i saw link holding zelda's dead body okay so i Yes, I like did ten years ago. Yeah, I would have, because uh, like a lot of times Zelda games end with Zelda being like, "Sorry, I need to like send you back, or I rule you a can't now. Like you, you can't be here. You're not supposed to be here." I, um, like Skyward Sword, like. She's no, no, no. They all, they all live happily ever after. Yeah, on the, Skyward Sword. We live happily ever after. Um, but Twilight yeah. Princess, it's like a return to duty. Like, Wind yeah, Waker, you were never you friends continue, anyway in that game. Yeah, Wind Waker, you get to continue adventuring, fun. Um, but like, Ocarina of Time <laughs> is the really like, hey, I appreciate yeah. everything you've done, but you can't be here anymore. Like, that's not fair to you. So, yeah. But like Zelda, I guess I'm only thinking of one of them. So Zelda from fine. Breath of the Wild like making the ultimate sacrifice and then like not Mm. coming back from it would have been such a good arc and been like so good for building on like breath of the wild link specifically from like his constant like failure in the first game that we don't even get to experience we only experience it second hand like it would have been so good like the parallel there would have been really good and they were just like no well, we turned he, her back. Here, here's Ayo. here's two things that I think could have saved the story overall. If we said story, one, flesh out Ganondorf more. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. if we had Ganondorf's motivation, if we got two extra cutscenes in there that were just talking about his motivation on this, fleshing that out Maybe. more, then ending it with Zelda sacrificing herself, seeing a buildup of a of a villain that way then gives reason for someone to make an ultimate sacrifice of stopping them. But instead we have Gandor's evil. So he's evil. Zelda did this thing that didn't actually matter in the end. 
Zelda not immediately recognizing Ganondorf also annoyed me. Like, you were trapped <laughs> with him for a hundred years, and you didn't see him and go, like, that guy, that guy's a problem right now. Just like, I'm, oh, he makes me uneasy oh. for reasons. Of course he does. <laughs> I may not be able to sense key energy, but I can sense that guy's key energy. Yeah, I... I really think you guys, it, what's going on in my head is you all went to B-dubs one time and you didn't get indigestion. And now you're like, every time I go to B-dubs, I'm not going to get indigestion. And you went again and you got indigestion and now you're just so upset about it. Mm. This was, I think these are all valid complaints about the story. Yeah. I- I'm going to go back to. Did you think it was gonna end? Yeah, differently. I, I guess, no, I did. Um, no, I did. I did. I did. Just to say, just to say, I did. I thought we were gonna rescue Zelda. Um, I didn't know how we were gonna rescue Zelda, and I think anything. If my way of fixing that would have been to have Raru show up in the cutscenes where we're already talking with the other sage, just like have him yeah. be there so we know he's still around. And then like maybe seeing Sonia at her grave after we've seen the memory where she beefs it and she's buried there, like we could visit that and like have Raru and Sonia have like a little mo- a ghost moment. That could have been cool. And then like we mirror that ghost moment with Dragon Zelda and Ling yeah. as like, and that like, the force of their like care for each other, even if it's not like romantic love, even if it's just like platonic love, like that is the catalyst for turning her back. That could have been good. That would have been so good. Or like yeah. her, her dying would have yeah. also been, sorry, her dying would have also been amazing. But like- I'd been happy with stay as dragon. They're not gonna kill Zelda. It's like that yeah. list that Disney has somewhere of things you can't do to Mickey Mouse. It's like, yeah. it's not going to happen, Tegan. Yeah. They don't have to kill Zelda. They just have to make me think she died. This is different. They did. They have done the thing where they're like, you see Zelda's unconscious body and you don't know if she's going to make it out. They've done that in a couple games. And like, that's that I think is like a good tension point. But like, they didn't do that here. It was just like weird. And it didn't like it didn't build on her character arc from the last game with like and with it being a direct sequel no. that also feels weird. That makes it feel She's weird. done growing. And also where was Cass? Oh yeah, well, yeah. Uh, man I, I mean I know that. I'm so I'm so like that just, Cass that's here. that's he rough. Was always it is rough. Cass. <laughs> BC, you would be a Cass like stand big time. Cass is a Cass is big fine. blue parrot Rito bard he is everywhere you are and he's singing you these funny little ditties about the past that his teacher wrote and then he just like vanishes into the ether he's got this those that little accordion just yeah the, oh, little accordion the thing style thing he plays a really he has his repetitive own song. accordion song he's 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 great for whatever reason he's not in this game at all and it's annoying. And I was, I had, I had even brought him up previously where I was like, oh, I can't wait to see Cass. Mm-hmm. He's got I think we talked about that with Isla Hink where we were like, oh, Cass will have a new song. No, Cass just isn't in this game at all. That's not story related. And, like, uh, Cass- and I'm not, after playing this game, I'm not entirely convinced Cass would have had a new song. I bet it would have been the same oh, well, song that he had last time. Maybe? 
Well, no, I mean it'll just be the same the song, yeah. loop. He had different, yeah, and it's yeah. not a very long. I'm I'm just gonna finally say this. Uh, you know, you know, officially in public, I'm not that big a fan of Cass. Cass yeah. is fine. Cass Cass looks cool. Let's go ahead and just um, delete but like, <laughs> podcast. Like that I love the also. Uh, you know, big fan of the accordion. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely love the accordion. Um, but yeah, it's just too short of a song. And like I'm I'm sitting there solving these shrine puzzles because he shows up to 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 sing you a, a verse about a hidden shrine nearby and a puzzle you have to solve. And like some of those are really like esoteric. And getting the shrine to like actually pop up is annoying. And I have to hear that same, I don't know, 12 second loop over and over again. And I just got tired of Cass. So that's how, how would you get, we, it wasn't like that long ago. You've played like NES Zelda, <laughs> like, right? Like if you're talking See, about a thing. short song, that plays that's on the loop. thing. Tiffy is always like, yelling at me for letting repetitive looped music go because uh, I, I don't mind it. I love it, in fact. Uh, but for some reason, it's just like, yeah, like that that was it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough accordion, apparently. You know and let's you know where Cass could have been, though. <sighs> you know where Cass could have been? Cass could have been part of the envoy getting Yona from the other yeah. Zora's domain and could have come with Yona and that would have been like enough but like he's just gone no one talks about him like I just would have liked to seen him at home he was like he could have been at home he could have just been chilling the whole point teaching the all whole those point little of, I mean it's pr- little, that's what he seemed to do the little <laughs> birds how to sing like he could have been doing that but like that no. was his <laughs> goal was to was to travel the land and sing his teacher's songs to help whoever needed them. And then, then he could go back home to his wife and his kid. We never, I don't know, whatever. (laughs) It's like, it's not, that's not the point. Like I, I keep saying these things, but like, I've also been saying this whole season. It's like poetry. It's a, they rhyme, which is a like shorthand for none of this means anything. I'm just pulling references out to make you feel fuzzy things in your nostalgia center of your brain. That's, you know, what a lot of these decisions are. Nostalgia Center broke. They messed it up. Speaking of music, uh, the music in the game. I mean, they we have more opportunities to trigger more songs as we're playing, where Mm -hmm. in the first game, it was only really when you would stay on a horse for a long time. When you're out in the field, it would start doing that nice little piano Mm -hmm. music with it. Um, in this one, if you fall for long enough, there's a there's a song that kicks in there. We yeah. still have the horse riding song. The depths has its own song. Um, the skies are very like two like songs in there. brass heavy. Yes. Um, Woodwind. Uh, BC. Even. I mean, you're the you're the musician of the group. Any any comments on the music of this game? I mean, not really. It's Zelda music. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Like, I, I don't... Oh, boy. Zelda music's good. I mean, going back to my analogy, like, I know what I came here for. Zelda, music's good. Always is. You got to eat. Um, except when you have to play a pan flute on the DS screen. Uh, yep. That's fair. Always good. The, so. the Colgara theme 
was the best theme. That was the best new pop <laughs> in this game. Gonna have to go re-listen to that yeah, one. Yeah, I did. I'm trying to think of what Cole Garrett mm. was. It was so good. That was the best uh, boss fight. I think the overall ambiance of this game was great. Um, I think for like a lot of the... Since it's recent in memory, I'm going to use the example of going into like the Gloom's origin. Mm. Like that whole mm-hmm. setup I thought was pretty cool. Uh, I just... Like the dragon tears and like the whole aesthetic with the the sky islands, the zonai, and the geoglyphs. Love all the art choices there. Um, oh, I'd say like for a game where I guess Breath of the Wild made you know some segment of the Zelda fandom upset because it wasn't like these big bombastic catchy songs that you're riding on your horse around while it plays. Um. But I, I like what they've added to because they you know they didn't change a whole lot of the existing music like you know a lot a lot of the same songs play when you're in the field as they did before when you got on your horse. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's new music for the new areas, but like it still felt within character. It's you know it's not just a you know a ton of piano with with flavoring around it. There's just maybe more stuff i I don't know it was Um, adding on to what they already had right like the towns had the same songs mm, Um, unlike the controls i think works (laughs) yes it works there yeah you can i think you can add nearly as as many songs as you want to a game like this is as big as this is Mm -hmm. and it's not gonna hurt it Uh, yeah as long as they're not playing at the same time the the new stuff felt uh it fit it, it it didn't feel like out of place or i don't know it's kind of funny how how like i think about it because i i hear it, but like how little i really think about it it, it kind of did just kind of mesh with the style breath of the wild set and it really could have kind of clashed or or um been like jarring or noticeable but it really wasn't it it just kind of fits in for sure. Uh, let's. I mean, we could talk gameplay here. We're talking about the Zonai devices. <sighs> uh, too many I, of them. I want to mess with them more. I do, but too many. I forgot they existed. I did just fine without them. But like, there were so many. I never mm-hmm. figured out a good way. Like, I couldn't keep them with all the other stuff. All the other additions of things that i was keeping track of like yeah. i just i just my brain did not have the space to do zone devices also you know learn all of them yeah right it was like i'm learning like elemental reactions new weird fruit attaching things to my bow like i did not have time for zone devices i forgot fuse was a thing for like 90% of the oh, game. No. And so I was just going through with all these broken weapons being like, yep, good thing I have a lot of slots so I can keep a lot of stuff on me and just moving on. Like, no one in the chat? Tegan. Yeah. How? Do you know? Why? Do you know how many blue Lizalfos horns I had at the end of the game? I had, <laughs> I had 786 blue Lizalfos horns. Why? I, I just kept killing them. They'd drop them. I'd pick them up and put them in my pocket and move on. 
no one in the chat Ugh. being like, why don't you fuse one of those 700 horns? Yeah, not not one person. No. Yeah, people watch you play yeah. this game, yeah. Keegan. Sometimes wow. I'd be like, I'd, I'd go in and I'd open up my menu and someone would be like, hey, why do you have 10 royal swords with nothing on them? And yeah. I'd be like, why do you have naked swords? I'd be like, oh yeah, I can do that, I guess. Uh, and then I'd like look in my inventory and I'd be like, I don't know, I guess I'll put these silver bacoblin horns on them because I got like, 30 of those. Lots of those. Those are great I'd, in a pinch. And then I'd do it once. I'd play the whole thing. I'd get all new swords. I would forget to fuse anything on top of them again. And then like, you know, three weeks later, someone would be like, hey, so why are all your swords naked? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And I'm just here I... hanging out like, I don't know. <laughs> why are all my can... swords naked? That's a great question. I don't remember. I was You can totally things. do that all the time and i yeah. like hoarded weapons which wasn't very helpful until maybe the end mm. where i was like mm -hmm. hey i fuse this really cool thing to this N never gonna use it <laughs> yep yep unless i because, have yeah, to it was the same for me where i had i had this huge you know swath of of weapons that would be like 70 something damage but then I got to make sure I'm like, well, I'm fighting some other thing. Okay, Brian, hang on. Um, no, 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 no. But I mean, be, no, you, like literally what you were saying, I was like, but I have to set these aside and use these 40 to 50 powered yes, ones. Yes, I was like, hang on. Right. This one, yeah, hold this on. says 45. I'll use this on you right, right now. The 70s go over here. Yes, like yes. Men. I thought you were about to, to poo-poo on my, my weapon. No, levels. no, no. I'm like, I totally like, get what you were yeah, saying. Man, yeah. these weapons sure do break a lot faster than they did in Breath of the Wild. Hmm. <laughs> did you they know do that? Did you know you could fuse stuff to the Master Sword and it doesn't change how the Master Sword looks? I forgot that you could fuse things to the Master Sword. I thought the Master Sword was just too good for that. So I would use the Master Sword for as much stuff as possible. Like, it was fine. <laughs> oh. Master Sword's pretty great. You know what I really wish I had in this game that would have probably helped remind me. Oh, that hold I could on! Do I just that? need to say, Jeremy, this is usually how BC and I feel at the end of a given Zelda game when you're rushing through it and like missing stuff. I'm like, how did you miss this new thing you can do with the sword? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the thing that I think would have helped me a lot is if, uh, you know, my champion's tunic. Showed me the HP of the monsters I was fighting in numbers. Yeah. So I could go, oh, I'm only doing 10 damage. I can fix that. Instead of being I like, forgot wow, about that. This, uh, this health bar sure is just chunking down real slow. This thing must be strong. <laughs> Tegan. Yeah. The swords have numbers on them. I know the swords have numbers. When you open them up and you put them into your hand, you open up the inventory, you put the sword in your hand, and there's a number on the sword. Yeah, but there's no you, number on the on the enemy head, so I don't do the math. Yeah. They change color, Tegan. Oh, no, they change color. And I know, like, the, I think the Silver Bacoblin was, like, 200 and some HP, and I was just like, I don't know, it takes a while to hit it. Mm. Well, you made it through. I did, yeah. I I made it all the way to the end of the game. Amazingly now enough. Now I know why you, you went through 152 shrines. Yeah. Because you needed the hearts, Tegan. I needed the hearts. Because... I take so much damage. Like I mean, Tegan did a fuseless run. <laughs> yeah. did a shrineless run from BC. A, a pacifist run. I was just 
buck naked for a good chunk of it. Naked rug. I don't know. No defense All rug. of us doing it differently. Uh, no, Cheesy, I wanted to say- crazy. Um, I'm so sorry, Tegan. It's okay. It was fine. Going back to the Zonai devices, <laughs> I think I was the one that probably used Zonai devices the most mm. of our group. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just really latched on to the floating gummy platform. Yeah, see, I barely used those. I, mine That's... was like- Springs I mean, just for the wheels. joke of the show, I was like, "These are these are now my ch- my children." Like, this is yes. what I, I use because we talked about them so much. I couldn't get floating gummy platform to do what I wanted to do, mm. so I just threw it in my inventory and forgot about it. Just like all the other zoning devices, I only use zoning <laughs> devices consistently for one thing, and that was the um, when we did the water temple. And I made my weird wheel hydrant thing so it spun uh-huh. around and sprayed water. That was like the only time I made a conscious effort to use Zonai devices. Every other time it was like if one was around, maybe I'd grab it. And like that was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm interested in like, I I think that's the only thing that would take me back is... If I had some things pop in my head about some stuff to create mm. to try to see if it would work, I saw someone build a spring setup that would launch you as high as the towers. Oh. That just by it, it's like opposing springs pointing at each other and you in between, and it smashes you in between, but it's okay. it, it gives you enough force on there that it okay. launches you as like as high as the game will launch you. And so like that alone, I was like, okay, I kind of wish I knew that before, but only or if they put out a master mode. If they put out a master mode, I'll go back and do all this stuff, but I don't know if they're going to. I think That's... I'm going to go back and watch some like best of building compilations mm-hmm. because I didn't mm-hmm. pay attention to any of the, exactly. the wild uh, device builds. Like I know people have built like multi-stage rockets and stuff like mm-hmm. that. It, it's like, you know, a lot of, of us not understanding the Zonai devices necessarily is because we did play this in a vacuum um, for the most yeah. part. So, like, I haven't watched any speedruns, and I know they're crazy because Nintendo keeps patching the game. And so uh, TwitchCon was this weekend, and Games Done Quick does, like, uh, a thing, you know, an event during it. And one of the games they ran was Tears of the Kingdom, and the category was, um, like, pre- Re- most recent patch like so the game had like j- i must have just gotten patched and so they're like yeah it's uh we're playing on whatever the last patch was they just <laughs> patched it oh so like version 1.0 is different from version 1.1 and like there's so many different ways like ordinarily in a zelda game there's tons of different categories this one just has tons of different versions depending on yeah which patched version you want to play. One thing I saw early on was people trying to basically build a safe room box up in the Skylands that they could fall off of and land safely down on the ground Ah. is I think what they were, is what they were trying to do so that they didn't have to, yeah so yes yeah like, like a suspended egg drop thing, thing you didn't so that like they elementary could school? get down to the ground 
without having to get all of the things up in the Skylands. Like all they needed to do was the fusion thing, build something around them to, to fall into. And that was like one of the things that I saw early on. I was like, I'm never going to do that. And that's not useful in any way to me, but cool. The only yeah. thing I, the only build I saw that I was like, Ooh, that's nice. Um, was someone made like a little cage out of wood planks that you could put over the nose of a dragon specifically yes. so that the teeth would just fall right on the platform and you could just stand there and like get the teeth really easily. That was the only thing I saw that I was like, ah, oh, that seems like a good thing. Um, other than like the the airship that we all made, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Airplane well, and even with like sure. dragon hunting, I like a lot better in this game because I'm like diving and grabbing them out of the like out of midair, which mm. before nice. you could just you could just drop or paraglide. Now you can dive. So, you know, BC, it is it is us complaining a lot. Because we're coming, we're we're comparing it to one of the greatest games ever made, one of our favorite games ever, and so it's it's we again we have our bar set so high on things. Because I know you're coming in here, just confused because you're just like <laughs> this game's amazing, and we're just like, nah, it's, it's not as good as game. this. It's a solid <laughs> yeah. game. No, it's a solid yes, game. Yes, it is. It's my it's it it's either my first or second favorite Zelda game. Oh really? So, probably. Oh. Like, cause Breath of the Wild's still my favorite Zelda game. Okay. So, it's at least up there. I don't know if this makes my top ten. Yeah. I don't know if Wait, this makes what? my top ten. Yeah. Hang on. Oh, that's oh, I'm okay. Mean. That's time. That's guys, the timeline guys, talking, Tegan. Point, that's the timeline talking. Point of order: Tegan yeah. has Wind Waker at the top of her list, Wind so Waker we is, will never come to a consensus. Yeah, Wind Waker is my favorite Zelda game. Um, right. I think that was really fun. Uh, <laughs> that's me. It now. is really fun. Two through nine, it's really, right now. really I want to hear them. <laughs> Two through nine. Tegan, do you have your list? Yeah. Okay. Hang on. So, uh, the top. The top five right now, let me pull up my little note here. It's Wind Waker, Breath of the Wild, Link's Awakening, Twilight Princess, mm -hmm. Skyward Sword. Those are the top five. Bruh. Mm, I like the top three. <laughs> Skyward Sword? Yeah, Skyward oh, Sword. Oh oh I like God. Zelda in that oh. one. I think she's neat. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I mean, okay, it did jump Be up. From out, it her. jumped up from out of the top ten into my top five, specifically when I started using the button controls on the Switch remake. Like the original game was like not in there, you know. Mm. Tegan, yeah, you got lost in a hallway for an hour. I did. I did. I did get lost in a hallway on a ship oh. for an hour. I did, and that was that like maybe like the most interesting dungeon in that game. No, that was the worst dungeon in that game. I hate that dungeon. I like the Lotus Dungeon. That's the Lotus Dungeon, dungeon is, it, it, it's between those two for being like the most I interesting know, like that, and so like, like well-designed yeah, ones of the bunch. <laughs> it is like BC okay. said though, like I am very much like a, like a lore, like Zelda, like world building person mm -hmm. sort of thing. And like, these games, the worlds are more interesting than the other ones. 
I was gonna say lore, but you put Link's Awakening. I did. Well, that's special because that's my first (laughs) Zelda. That's my. I'm sorry. That was my first Zelda. I was. I was. I was in. Excuse me, BC. What are we? (laughs) BC does not like. We we already know that I hate Link's Awakening. Right. I had Link's Awakening DX or whatever as a kid, and that game was trash. No, it was the Windfish. Yeah, the Windfish. The Windfish was so cool. That was so neat. And then it all being a dream. That was so fun for me because that was the, my first experience with it was all a dream. And also, like, I really liked Marin. I the only she was cool. Like, yeah. you know. It's the only dream narrative that I, like, actually like. Yeah. Because and then the Windfish is the just The characters there. in the dream are going, dude, you're going to kill all of us. Yeah. So you're going to kill kinda, all of us. I kind of, like, I'm kind of into it. And then, like, when Link wakes up, like, the Windfish is right there. So, like. It wasn't entirely a dream. It just wasn't it was your the, it dream. It was his dream. Yeah. Mm. Like I can't believe I'm on a, po- a podcast full of windfish <laughs> apologists. Then uh, Link dies. Jeremy, what did you have to say Let's that see. wasn't windfish related? Oh, no. I mean, I was going to be over here defending Link's Awakening. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's liked... now my number three favorite Zelda game. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we, are, we also BC's knew leaving. that Jeremy... We also BC knew that Jeremy no, loves BC, Link's Awakening more than BC most Zelda forgot. games. Uh, I have it in my top five, probably. I did not start caring about but, Zelda lore until I played Ocarina of Time. Yes, no one did. Yeah. No one really did. Which is like, my num- like, Ocarina is my number five. All right. That's fair. I feel like Ocarina like gameplay stuff doesn't hold up as well. Some of the other ones. You, gotta, you have to play it with the 64 controller, yeah, you or else the, it's terrible. You gotta play it with the 64 controller. And 64 controller is far too large for my tiny, tiny little hands. Yeah. <laughs> it's just 3D remakes really good. I mean, mm-hmm. even control wise, it, that's it fair. Yeah, that no, stuff. I have played it I on forgot. the the DS, and that was much and better. And it barely changed me. anything about the gameplay mm-hmm. of it, other than like making some things a little easier for you to aim. I've made I've made everybody yeah. mad on this podcast. Hi. <laughs> we all made no, each other no. mad. I think Brian. The only one like sitting comfortable in all of the chaos. Yeah, I just no, whatever. They're they're all <laughs> really good. They're all really they're great all games. They all have they all have their own like like very good moments. Um, but like I don't know. Sorry, uh, I it, I I don't know if like I like Breath of the Wild more than I like this game. Like oh, I know I like Breath the other way back. around. I like Breath of the Wild more than this game for sure. I I 100%. would I would want to play it again. I, I want to play it again. I also want to keep playing this game, but I haven't. I've spent like three hundred and thirty hours <laughs> yeah. playing it for, which is a double what I played Breath of the Wild for the show. Mm-hmm. But that makes sense because there's now an underground. So I spent about. An equal amount of time in both in this game. They just, yeah. So it makes sense. They doubled the map. I spent double the amount of time covering it. Right. So, yeah. Uh, BC, favorite dungeon? Oh, man. You know what? I, it's not the dungeon, but I really liked the ascent to um, the wind dungeon. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like that was partially because it was our initial dungeon experience and just the feeling of oh this is going to be cool when we get up there and not knowing what it like not knowing what we were getting into 
and just like soaring through the air and ending up falling into the center of this dungeon. Super cool. It was magical. Yeah. It felt like like going into that area was like I just got more and more and more excited as like the the further up we went and mm-hmm. and yeah it did capturing like some of like how excited I was when I played Breath of the Wild too so I like that dungeon a lot I liked I I maybe my favorite's the the Gerudo one I because of how much. I was using Ascend to like pop up and down or pop up through places I maybe shouldn't have been. I thought that was more important to uh to the dungeons than it really ended up being. I thought we were gonna have to be using Ascend in all of them. I mean, I like the way I broke the fire temple. That's but, what I was going to say. Yeah. Speaking of Ascend, my favorite dungeon had, was the fire oh. temple. I, I probably had the most fun with the Gerudo one doing that. Uh, the water yeah. dungeon needed to be in a different location. I don't know I where it needed to, to be, but I wanted it to be somewhere else. The Tingle Islands. Maybe, yeah. It was just in the sky. Um, and it felt weird having two dungeons in the sky, one dungeon on the ground, and one dungeon underground. We needed two a dungeon dungeons underwater. In the water. Two. Two, dungeons two dungeons underground. Ah, yeah, yeah, technically two, two technically underground. underground. One of them makes sense to be underground, and the other one also makes sense to be underground because that's where all the lava went, so, like, fair. But, you know. Yes. But, t- well, Tegan, what's your favorite, then? Uh, the wind dungeon. Wind the Wind Dungeon okay. was my favorite. My favorite boss fight was the surprise Gibdo Queen at the very front of the, mm. the okay. Lightning Dungeon. Not the later inside where I was stuck and <laughs> Not suffering. Not the proper one. Um, but the mm. surprise, like, hello, I'm the boss monster. Bye. Like, that was fun. That was really good. <laughs> that was a good really moment. Really good, yeah. for sure. Like that was a Colgara, uh, Colgara was, was just my favorite. Just a great mm. start for us on here. Mm-hmm. Though I think that, you know, uh, it peaked with our first boss for me, um, where the other bosses just didn't, in in the middle of fighting them, wasn't nearly as fun as no. going up and down constantly with Colgara and, like, losing track of it and trying to, like, spin around and be like, where is it coming from? Where is it coming from? Like, that dizziness sort of thrown into it, but still not feeling like I don't have any control over my character during it. It's one thing a game can make you dizzy or something, and then you're just you're disoriented and you don't know and you can't figure it out. This one, it's like, I knew what I was doing, and I felt in yeah. control the whole time. If I, if I see Colgara in, in the depths, like, I will, I will go over and kill Colgara. It's fun. Yes. Uh, the other ones, maybe, maybe, maybe if I found, I've only ever found the, the muck like underground. Yeah. I, f- I fought, I had, I fought all of them again, except for Goma or no, not Goma. The, um, the Gerudo temple one. I, okay. yeah, I found yeah. them all the, and I just didn't care to the Gibdo queen. fight yeah. them again. I I'm probably get some crystal line charges. That I fought Colgara again. Like finding Colgara mm-hmm. and like going across that gap was so great because you were trying to get. I was trying to get to that light route, and I'm like, oh, this is bad in the distance. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not a great time. But that double take that I did, yeah. 
the yeah in the dark not realizing yeah the bosses are down in the depths and you're just like wait what is that thing what's going on is wait it, does that is that what why is this here hello hello the, the i background. thought i defeated you i got a heart container and everything what are you doing here <laughs> the the background of of the PDF I'm making has like a a Colgara f flitters by for half a second. I was like, did I see that right? <laughs> I think that uh, was an underappreciated part of the depths was just like being in the darkness and finding. Oh, here's something terrifying. Uh, mm -hmm. Yes, like Tegan finding the, all the time. Uh, the first, the, yeah, the frocks or the. Uh, I keep wanting to say King Ghidra. Oh, the King Gliok? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where I'm just wandering around. I'm like, oh, what's this? And it just goes, Gliok Den. And I went, ooh. Mm. Ooh. I am leaving. <laughs> I just should not kidding. be here. <laughs> I, I love the fact that I became obsessed with the Gliok's the way that Lionel, Brian did with Lionel's mm. and Breath of mm. the Wild and continue on here. Like, I just. I love fighting those Gleox, man. Even though like I didn't care anymore, it just always felt so good to fight those things for me. Like, and when I could get to the point where I could, I'd be like, "You're not gonna get more than ten feet off the ground when you're around me, Mister Gleox, yeah. man." Okay, you, stay you are <laughs> you are staying down here this whole time. Mm -hmm. I'm keeping you down. Um, I just had, I yeah, I went out of my way I, as much as I skipped fighting so many other uh, enemies in this game. I would fight Gleox every single time. Oh mm. A Gleox, a good Gleox horn on a boomerang ended up being way better than I ever could have imagined. Um, I kept at least the like thunder Gleox boomerang around. Really helpful for crowd control. Mm. Um, I, I and they added more big bad guy fights into here and like. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of here for it, but like they, and they made a better boss fight. They managed to make the Skyward Sword boss fight like really good, <laughs> whereas I didn't think it was really good in Skyward Sword. But I saw what they were trying to do, and it and I I couldn't I really wanted it to be good. They were just like um, take two. We're doing a take two on that one. Yeah. That's good. I'm glad they they made it better. Um, <laughs> oh no. Tegan, but, I don't, mute your headphones, I guess, because I just had a funny joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> the, the, the reason they wanted us to play Skyward Sword is so we could really, truly appreciate a ga great game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyways. Oh, you just didn't yeah. want to be mean? Was that it's, mean? It's, it was, I, I think it was mean. Oh, to to okay. the Skyward Sword to lovers me, out there. To me in particular. <laughs> okay, Nintendo okay. is also mean to me in particular, so that's fine. I'm used to that's it. That's fine. Uh, so, like, they said this was a trilogy, right? No. You would find Nintendo saying it's a trilogy. That's what I thought. Because, like, everybody, all the, like, people that I been seeing online are like oh yeah the trilogy game and i'm like no nintendo doesn't do trilogies it does they didn't do say two. it two 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 there's no there's no third game coming and also they skyward sword was not a prequel game like the way that i think 
a bunch of people thought it was going to end up being because of when they released it. I was it. like, I need to I go. Was like, we need to. We are go back like, and, I'm ready for them to like bring this home. We we need to go back and listen to the wording. There was a direct mm. that was talking about this game and talking about the importance of it. Mm-hmm. Before Tears of the Kingdom, or I don't even know if we said Tears of the Kingdom at the time. No, we definitely didn't say Tears of the Kingdom at the well, time. We got to the uh, end of the Skyward Sword season, and like, like I for one was like, okay, this is clearly like the setup to Breath of the Wild, which will like you know we're gonna bring it all home. So I was convinced at that point that this these were gonna like be seen as a trilogy one day and no no Mm -mm. you know what would make a a, a real finite if it was a trilogy if zelda Mm. died (laughs) zelda was encased in a crystal and stuck in the sky for 900 years or whatever shut out in the space right basically zelda was Uh, basically in a crystal just like in skyward sword but in a dragon form instead. Yeah, except she has agency and she can fight Ganon. She can fly around. Who is also a dragon. And then, like, just really does nuke a, a whole area of Hyrule. Like, never gonna see fine. anything about it. Don't worry about it. I, I will not get over the fact that, like, that mushroom cloud at the end is just over the Kokiri forest. Like, the entire Kokiri forest is just gone now. It feels like they hired one dev from the Star Fox team, and they were like, this is how you finish boss fights, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know what? It was a good finish. But, like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, just, you know, going back to, to BC was sort of calling us out for, this is a great game. It is a great game. It is. It is. There, there are some amazing things that they did in it. If the, if we got this instead of Breath of the Wild, like say they put this game out instead, we would be talking about how this is the greatest game ever made and how in- incredible it is. Mm. It's amazing that they made it run as well as it did with all of the physics and everything on a seven plus year old system. Okay, that mm-hmm. was that was using smartphone tech mm-hmm. like at the time. Even when it launched, it was using like Android phone technology that was like a year uh, and a half plus old. That Tegra chip. Yes, um, it's amazing that they did th- all of this stuff and you know very little to no loading times mm-hmm. throughout the whole game, right? That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And it, that's why it's my number two. <laughs> so here's my only question at this point, and I think the answer is no. Are we ever going to get a game about the Zonai? Are no, we, like, properly? absolutely not. It, no, like, they're never going to say the... Zonai ever yeah, again. Yeah, right. So, like, why, why are we going to get another game about the Lacomo? No. Right? We'll, we'll get Spear Tracks <laughs> 2 before we get anything about the Zonai. Spear Tracks 2 will be, like, the future Zelda, the future tech Zelda, where, like, Epona is a motorcycle and Navi is a phone. Like, you know? I think that's a Yu-Gi-Oh spinoff and not Zelda. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> but, you know. I no, Tegan, I think five D. That's the one where like the concept art where like Link had a guitar, right? And was like leaning against a motorcycle. <laughs> yes. Like mm-hmm. Tegan, that's what I was gonna say. What you yeah. need to be looking forward to is next year when they announce the book. 
Um, yeah. Fingers crossed we get a couple books like they did. You know, we got we got the art stuff for it. Then we got the building, a ch- uh, creating a champion. Yeah. And I got both of those. And they were we'll very get... fun. And I would also like an updated Hyrule Historia while we're at it. Like, that yeah, thing also I mean, with more concept art of stuff that just like... I would like the them Hyrule to make Historia a video game. has tons of information about like Skyward Sword specifically because that was the game that had just come out. So like, yeah, give, uh-huh. me bo- give me more. More of like that kind of stuff. None of that matters anymore. Uh, none of it matters. It's all no, invalidated. Matters. Nothing matters. Everything <laughs> nothing is matters. bad. I live in the worst possible timeline to be a Zelda theorist. It's garbage. I, I just, hate it. Why does this game do this Thank to you, me? everybody. <laughs> nothing matters. I just I just hey. want some, some like, can we play a Zelda? Can we do some of that, please? Because, like, I kind of dig... The fact that she's like the sirens of tightening her way around all of these, the you know, all of these moments in time. But like, yeah, she does just sort of feel like, you know, well, now I'm mixing two different Vonnegut novels. But like Billy Pilgrim, we're like, yep, I'm just, you know, uh, this is what I have to do. This is, this is, I can't change anything I'm doing. I'm just here doing it because this is, this is what I have to do to get time to work. So. It wasn't even that she couldn't do it. It's just like again, like we said, she had no agency at all. Mm-hmm. In, it was all going to happen. Saw well, and it's because they didn't even talk about. It. Like she brought it up one time. She was talking about doing a thing, and it was only Raru that was just sort of like, "Well, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen." Mm-hmm. Anyways, you're special. Bye. And then that I was. I mean, like it's why, like, it. you know, Ganondorf. It doesn't matter why he was doing it. It's because, well, he he ends up under the castle with an arm through him. Why does it matter? He's evil. It, we don't have to establish that. I want to know why you know, he's evil. Whatever. I want to know. I know. I want to know where the Triforce evil. was in this game. Where was it? Only Zelda's don't, got Triforce. Don't even. Nobody don't else even has Triforce. Tri- we can't like, start that at. <laughs> Hour 124 we, of this we're podcast. We're not starting it. There's These are no, just like things things that like, there's no, you know, like the Triforce. There was no like Triforce in Breath of the Wild, right? Yeah, Zelda had Triforce in Breath of the Wild. Oh, no one okay. else. We never saw Fine. Triforce for Link. So like, who knows at that point? Like, I get it. I get it. These are like questions in the next Zelda game. When the next Zelda game comes out, I want dungeons. I want to know where the Triforce is. I want to know why Ganon's evil this time. Those are my demands. Hi, Nico. My cat's no, here. It's going to be like, you say that, Tegan, and it's going to be a monkey's paw situation where it actually happens in the Zelda TV show timeline, and there's mm. two Triforces. Right. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm better with this timeline as opposed to the Im- imagination movie, uh, but let's start mm. our, our descent. Let's go ahead and jump off this island and glide down. Let's get some closing thoughts in here. BC, why don't you go ahead? You got it, Got anything else you want to say before we uh, wrap this up? Fix the cooking in the next game. Yeah. <laughs> For the love of all that is holy, fix yeah. the cooking. Let me cook two sandwiches. Two. Yeah, two. That's all. That's all I want. There's enough room. Uh, yeah, I think, I think for me, like I said, I, I've, I've, there, there's still so many other things that I could say, but it's all just going to be more criticisms about things that are like actually good, like, and are fine, but <laughs> 
it just is a little different. And it's like, my question is, did it need to be in this game? Like, it's more like questioning the validity of certain things being in this game. Uh, like, did we really need that? Or could you have spent more time, I don't know, fleshing out more characters or something, right? Mm-hmm. Like just any, any kind of, kind of balance in there. In my, in my mind where I can just trade, I don't want this. This is nice, but I don't need it. Can I trade this for this other thing yeah. instead that doesn't exist? Uh, it's so like there was, there was general, more. Yes. It's like they added to the world, but they didn't. They added <laughs> to like the world, but it was, was still super empty. Well, yeah. because they expanded the world out, but then they didn't double the amount of things that were actually in there necessarily. Yeah. 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 Um, Tegan. Yeah. I'm going to play the next Zelda game. I well, know it. Yeah, I would like, hope so. 100%. No, you're, this like, is, this, no, you're going to quit this, here. Yeah, right. Obviously. This game. I, I will replay this Zelda game uh, in like a year and a half, and I'm sure I'll have different, slightly different opinions on it after I've like consumed a bunch of additional like media and stuff about it. Like, you know, the art books and like that kind of thing. Um, I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. It was pretty good, but there are things that I would like to improve upon it. Thank you. <laughs> we can't. Metacritic, this does not count. Do not. <laughs> If we put, if it got put out that set, we gave it a seven out of ten. Do you realize how much hate mail? Yeah, we would be getting. Do you from know that? how many hate? I don't want those get death to threats. It? You could get it though. Capitalize on it. Mm. No, we get just a bunch of one star reviews. Oh, is yeah, what we would fair. get. Right. Don't okay. want those either. You can cut but it that would be then. the amount of this, reviews. No, no, it's, no, it's not going to okay. actually go up to Metacritic. This, That's just more of a joke. This Zelda's good. It could be better. It's we good. were spoiled by Breath of the Wild. Yes. Um, I was just hoping for more Breath of the Wild in new ways, not more Breath of the Wild in the same with additional systems on top of it. Uh, I Brian, bring us home. I want to know. Or, do, you, do you have anything no, else? Okay. No, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Brian, go ahead and land, us, land for us. It, it doesn't matter, like, what... You know, I think, you know, if I think Breath of the Wild is a better game or not, like, or even if I do, even if I think Breath of the Wild is ultimately better and I love it and it has all these feelings and, 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 and I, I cherish it always. Every time I play Breath of the Wild, I'm going to pull out an arrow and go, damn it, I can't fuse anything to this. Like I'm broken that, yeah, from that point yeah. on because it, it's just perfect. It's just great to be able to stick anything to anything and then throw it at anything. And like, I, I don't know. It like they're both real. <laughs> this is a really good game. I had a lot of fun playing it. Um, but yeah, uh, God, they, they're, stupid good at making these things all right <laughs> that wraps up our season on tears of the kingdom uh quick shout out to our patrons over at patreon.com slash shout of the wild uh i just noticed we have uh free patrons on there i don't know what you get as a free patron so uh you can still check that out though if you go to patreon.com slash shout of the wild you could still sign up there for free apparently uh, but our paid supporters, we have Thomas Hancock, Keith Hamilton, Cecile Wessels, Oliver, Craig, Burnt, 
Noveria, Richard Armstrong, Beth, Michael Black, Adastra.core, Sydney King, uh, Lucian Luponis, Slip and Slide, Ryan Haas, Ian Lippert, Cage Calabrese, Ryan Ballard, Obabobatunde, Maddie B, Boca Boy, Aaron Calvillo, Ruli, Genova, Rutger Termatten, Miss Dino, Highland Gamer 01, Jitterbug, Todd Hunt, Fox, Tyler J. Hebblewaith, Cody Jarbo, Michael Fontaine, Donald, Donald Fuller, Lisa Slack, and Colin Allen. Uh, thank Yay. you all so much. Woo! Woo! Great job, everybody. Thank you so much, listeners. Thank you, BC. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Tegan. Uh, Tegan, mm-hmm. we really hope that we're going to get you on for another season in the future. Yeah. Um, we'd, we'd, would love to have you back for sure. Um, we do have, I don't know, I guess we can say we've got some plans for the next season, uh, for Link Between Worlds with, uh, two guests coming on for that one. Ooh, two guests. Two guests. We are also going to take a a small break. I believe we're going to go ahead and take a month off. This has been a very long season, and uh, I think we deserve it right now. So uh, we will be looking at our Link Between Worlds season starting up uh, at the end of November. Brian, plug your shows. What shows do you do? Oh, hey. Uh, If you like speedrunning or just like cool people, check out Need for Speedrunning. Uh, podcast I do with some people from Games Done Quick and my boy Bradley. Uh, and we did one about uh, the Spider-Man 2018 uh, doing one of the Turf Wars, the DLCs. Um, so that was cool. That game's wild. It's basically all just... it. Basically, it's turned into Beautiful Joe at this point because you use the like one-hit kill suit where all bad guys die in one hit, but you also die in one hit. So it turns into Peter like jumping into a room, kicking a dude in the face, and then just posing so hard that everyone in the room dies. Um, <laughs> it's great. So yeah, check out Need for Speed Running. Also check out Remember 64. I help out over there sometimes. And they're good people. Uh, BC, do you got anything cool you want to plug? Um, An album? Something? I don't know. A band? Yeah, um... I I should have should have come prepared. I I think in general I would just say um you know listen to local musicians and bands uh yeah. support them on Bandcamp while Bandcamp still exists and yep. uh yay. Yeah, go to local shows, play local yeah. music. So and Tegan listeners want to find you where can they go hi uh you can find me over on impossible coin we are both a twitch channel and a podcast about video games i play video games on tuesdays and thursdays and saturdays um lots of stuff not just zelda but like a lot of zelda and a lot of zelda (laughs) likes um so you know that's always fun um podcast goes up on wednesday allegedly thursday also sometimes <laughs> depending <laughs> on whether or not the upload actually goes through on time or not you know you know how it goes um, yep yeah keeping it fun over there too all right listeners thank you very much uh we do appreciate and love you all 
and we'll see you in Link Between Worlds. Have fun. Bye-bye. Farewell. Farewell.